103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Welcome in sports fans. We are live from the Raver Corner in the back of Ison's Family Pizza. It's time for another edition of Coach's Corners where southeastern indiana coaches come to get great food and to talk directly to you about their programs and the superstars that make it all happen great show lined up for you here tonight we'll kick things off with batesville head coach head football coach excuse me evan ulry coming off of a big win on friday night and for those red fans that are listening rest assured we will have you Right on time for the Reds. They will be playing later on tonight. First pitch is at 6.40, and we will not miss a single pitch. So in order to keep that promise, let's go ahead and get things started. Coach Ulry is with us now in the, we won't call it the hot seat, we'll call it the warm seat. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? As always, just glad to be here. As we mentioned, big win um, at Rushville uh, Friday night, and... I'm using the words big win. I'm sure listeners are saying, well, it was Rushville. We're supposed to win that game. But I'll let you, in your own words, um, relay to our listeners why that was a big win Friday night. Well, I think it's a couple things. I mean, I think one, I mean, um, you know, one, I think Rushville is vastly improved. And they've got some, you know, uh, like I mentioned on Friday pregame is, you know, Isaac's done a really good job of, I think building and getting a culture in place there, you know, a lot of excitement. And um, But I think in general, anytime you can win a game in the conference and just win in general, um, <laughs> as I kind of heard earlier, you're never going to apologize for a win, are you? So, um, and I think for our guys' morale, uh, I think, you know, as much respect that I do have for Rushville, I honestly think a loss there, would, and, and, you know, if we would have lost in mm-hmm. that fashion, that would have been really tough. Yeah. Uh, really, really tough. So, um, I think there's a, there's a bit of relief, but also, like I said, winning always feels better than losing. Um, and so, for us to get back to 500 and get a win, um, you know, and just ultimately in the end, hopefully, as I ask our guys every Friday, did we get better? And sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. And even as ugly as it seemed, um, I thought that we did take some steps forward. Maybe not as many as I would have liked, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, ultimately a win and, and, and some steps in, you know, forward. And that, that actually brings me to the next question. I know whether it's a win or loss, there's things that you can gain from that game, things that you learn. What did you learn about your team after the adversity that they face but still coming away with a win? Well, I think is a little bit of, um, you know, the ability to, I think, stay composed um, and just – I think the big, I think, was kind of that that desire and, and hunger and, and will to win, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about Will Geisel on Friday, um, but it wasn't it wasn't just Will. I mean, it was those guys up front, you know, the guys, you know, from Bobby Wyler, who's our H back, who's basically a glorified lineman, you know, mm-hmm. that's you know paving ways, and um, you know, and then our, just our guys across the board, you know, Blake Hahn. Uh, you know, Zach Davidson and Colin Wells, um, you know, and uh, Phoenix uh, was not there last night, but, you know, he's played, you know, sometimes too. And, um, 
but ultimately, you know, just Max Amberger, you know, Andrew Jones stepped in for Blake, yeah. for Blake Hahn, um, as well. Um, you know, and Carson Meyer, those guys just collectively, mm-hmm. I thought, won that game down the stretch. You know, even the drives we didn't finish, right. it was where did it really start? Winning the, be able to run the football, running QB sneaks when everybody in the house knew it was a QB sneak, right. and we were getting a surge and getting five to seven yards. And you know, my coach, offensive line coach, coach Bob Weiler was like, "We just keep running sneak," you know. Um, but well, you know, maybe we could have in hindsight. I don't know, but uh, but you know, in general, those those were some good moments to see. Is like, right. hey, when our guys had to dig real deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, after just dealing with a lot of adversity, yes. now, some of that was self-inflicted, right? Um, to be honest, um, and, but uh, but just for for a group of guys to kind of corral, stay as one unit, mm-hmm. and just in the ugliest of moments, just find a way to get something beautiful, and that was to get a win at the end. And you know, it may be one of those unintended consequences. And maybe you're just this master genius and you had it all planned out. But you make mention of just consistently running the QB sneak. It did seem to settle your guys down and in turn put them on their heels even more, uh, your opponent. Um, because, let's, I mean, let's face it, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, emotions were running high in that third quarter a lot on the line i mean the game matters to rushfield they wanted to be three and oh like i mean you know like nobody's business um you guys wanted to get even like nobody's business so so there was there was some high emotions so again i don't know if it was part of the master genius that is evan Allery, or it was just an unintended consequence but running the ball that fashion seemed to settle the bulldogs down a little bit and it kind of put the earnest on rushfield hey this is what we're going to do figure out a way to stop us well, I think there's always that that mental piece. Definitely not anything that I've invented or done. It's definitely no mastermind on my behalf. Um, I'm sure if you ask plenty, we should have been probably running QB sneaks a lot more. But uh, no, I, I think there is just a there's a mindset, mm. right? When everybody in the stadium knows, oh, they're going under center, and number seven's going to take the ball, and they're right. just going to plunge forward. Um, that's just straight will and determination and just yeah you know and i thought uh when you're winning those battles mm-hmm. um and you're getting that push every single time um you know that's that's important and like we kind of mentioned on friday i think um we had to run the ball a lot more with will than what yeah. i anticipated going into that game mm-hmm. um just because of their ability um to kind of load the box right uh, we kind of had to find some ways um to just kind of put the ball a little bit more on seven's you know hands with his legs rather sure. than his arms so um but ultimately in the end i mean like i said it wasn't the prettiest of wins um but i'm not going to apologize to anybody for, <laughs> for us getting out of there with a win and it, like i said it just um this was an odd odd night and it sure. always feels like there are just some places some you know some games it always feels like um things just can be ultimately challenging, right? Um, but uh, that was kind of one of those nights. But just proud of our guys to somehow stay composed down the stretch and get a win. No doubt. Of course, looking forward now, you've got uh, the big game Friday night with East Central. Um, without divulging trade secrets, uh, give us a peek under the tent. What is uh, uh, the week like? 
leading up to a game, the schedule in terms of what the players are doing and what the coaches are asking of the players as the week progresses? Well, a big thing is dissecting, you know, obviously film and, you know, and uh, in trying to really get to know your opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously a lot of it is there's the, the part for us, right? Always trying to dissect ourselves and scout ourselves and, and, and always trying to focus on our end. But there also is that other team that you best be prepared for, too. And, uh, you know, and, and so a team like East Central, yeah. So, I mean, it takes a lot of work on a Saturday and a Sunday, a lot of hours and plenty of time, I'm sure, with my wife probably is thinking, <laughs> is he ever going to take his nose out of that iPad or that computer? Um, but, you're, you know, you're watching hours. I mean, Terrence, I mean, for me, in a, in a normal week, you know, 10 to 15 hours of film right. watching is, is probably the norm. Wow. You know, just to watch film, that's on my behalf. And, and trying to just get the information. And that's even on our – you're watching yourself, too. Sure. You're, you're doing a lot of things and, um, and trying to get as much data as you can mm-hmm. to, to kind of help you. Uh, really understand and really kind of then formulating that game plan and then getting that uh, within our coaches but then also getting it communicated to our guys so that's kind of when you get into a day like today is all right fellas you know obviously everyone knows the opponent here's here's the game plan you know and um, you try not to stray too far from who you are right Right. Um, but hey but you know there are little tweaks and things like that that you got to do to try to put your guys in the best position or give us the best opportunity for that friday night um, to get the win so you know for us it, it is one of those where monday is kind of more of the prep and maybe you can kind of go out and run some of our base stuff but you know what we we have jv games so we lose a big chunk of our guys right. so you know we don't have that fortunate you know a roster of you know 100 plus i mean we've got a, a monday's kind of kind of what it sounds like conditioning and um and just getting their legs back underneath mm-hmm. of them and, and, and getting their minds right. And then Tuesday, Wednesday is starting to really try to dive more into that game plan and, and continue to work and execute things for us. So there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, just time, a lot of time, Yeah, right? Because uh, football, um, it can be a very intricate game. you know. But at the same time, it can be a very simple game. Sometimes we make it more, <laughs> more difficult than what it has to be. But there's a lot of details and a lot of work and preparation it takes to get, in a sense, 22 guys, if you think about it, even if you count special teams more, right. 11 bis- positions on offense, you got to make sure everybody's good, right. 11 positions on defense, because all it takes, Terrence, is you know one person not knowing what they're doing, it looks really bad on a Friday night. Well, you guys make it look easy to us uh, in, in the stands, so uh, hats off in that regard. 15, 20 hours of film study for you as the head coach, how much does that translate down to the player? How many hours are they... Well, I mean, I think it, you know, it varies. I mean, obviously, I can kind of watch. I mean, some of them do a little bit better than others. Some of them, obviously, are watching film together. But, um, you know, we, we will – we've created little playlists. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's kind of one of the things I kind of went away from. Um, you know, we used to – like, we always share our film. Sure. You know, but we don't share um, every one of our films of our opponent to our kids. I think, to be honest – most kids nowadays are not going to sit there and watch. Right. They're just not. Right. Right. So, but I need to give them what they need. So mm-hmm. uh, it kind of forces myself and my staff to um, give, they've got to watch film, meaning my staff, and right. they've got to kind of dissect it and, hey, create a little playlist uh, and share that out to your guys um, and give them what they need, you know, and help them out because ultimately that's all that really matters. Give them what they need because they go in. Because what is a kid going to do if you give them an entire game? Mm-hmm. They're going to just watch the game. They're going to act like they're watching on a Friday night. A lot of them are, unless you can really sit down and really teach them. Sure. And that's not really what it is. You're not watching on a 
on a bird's eye level or you know a wide spectrum you're really narrowing it down to to something specific and so you got to really communicate that technology has helped you know mm-hmm. i can share a film they can watch it on their phone and give them notes right. you know, things like that a lot of that stuff can be done it kind of helps programs like myself I saw Coach Sternwalk, I'm sure, like he himself at North, you know, like we don't have that. We have guys that are going both ways. And sure. A lot of information you got to give them. Sure. And sometimes you can't spend hours upon hours watching film and even practice time because you got to get out on the field to get some work in as well. Right. So there's a lot. I, I, yeah, so if I boil that down, there's a lot that goes into that product that we see on Friday night. Yeah. Far more than, than just hitting a sled, right? Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Good deal. Well, Coach. If, so you, you've got this this big game coming up, and this is the last question, and, and, and I'll let you go. I know you've got film to, to watch. Um, you know, uh, you whether it's Coach Stern, whether it's you know any of the coaches throughout southeastern Indiana, you can measure measure success in other ways than wins and losses, right? Um, when Friday night comes to a close, how will you measure? Uh, the success of your team's performance Friday night? Well, I guess it goes back to kind of earlier, right? Did we get better tonight? Yeah. You know, and I I think it's, you know, if we didn't, I was very honest with you a couple weeks ago, um, you know, or even, I can't remember the pregame or something, we did not get better two weeks ago when we played South Dearborn. Right. That was one of the, I'll be honest, one of the worst performances and worst coaching performances, I'll put it more on myself, uh, in seven years. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and um, we we were uh, not prepared, and we ultimately in the end did not execute very well, and um, that's on us. And so, that's always my question, you know, as a staff, and as uh, you know, me personally looking at myself in the mirror, and as our players, right? Is did we get better this week? And if we did, it's a success. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in some cases, we want to succeed or we want to we want to grow faster, right? Um, and like I said, the big thing for me this year is trying to have patience, but at the same time, you know, there does come a point. Hey, October's not too far away, and we got a tournament coming around the corner. We do need to be at a certain point, right? And, uh, it's maybe not going as fast as I would, you know, would like, but uh, we just got to continue to to push forward. And it doesn't matter if you're playing, um, you know, last week whether it was Rushville or this week it's East Central. The question mm-hmm. will always remain the same. You know, fellas, at nine thirty, ten o'clock, did we get better tonight? Right. And uh, you can't sometimes get too focused on just the straight outcome because winning. Winning can be, uh, you know, it's always, yeah, it's really, really important. It's got its value, but it also, you know, can be very deceiving uh, if you're not getting better because eventually it'll catch up. Sure, so. sure. All right. Well, Coach, good luck to you. Um, I hope you have a great week of practice, and we look forward to the product that you're going to put on the field because I believe you will get better. All right. Thank you. All right. That is Baseball Bulldogs head football coach Evan Ulrey. They'll be battling East Central on Friday night. We'll have that game right here. Uh, on the country 103.9 WRBI also have the same game online as well so um, two great ways to listen matter of fact make it a third way you can catch it on the free tune in app on your smartphone let's step away momentarily we'll be back with more of coach's corner right here on country 103.9 at WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com it's back our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville the savory pizza with white garlic sauce seasoned chicken mozzarella provolone cheese tomatoes and fresh basil all on our fresh in-house made dough mmm mmm 
Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here, thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back. Sports fans, Coach's Corner continues. If you just join us, Coach Evan Ulrey from uh, Batesville talked to us about his squad and their big win Friday night with Rushville. They look forward to going to play East Central Friday night. Of course, we'll have that game for you uh, right here on the Sports Voice. Uh, Reds uh, baseball will be on the air a little later on tonight, we promise, uh, to make sure we get you there without missing a single pitch. First pitch is at 640. And we also would like to thank our sponsors for making this broadcast possible. Ison's Family Pizza, Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, and Bruns Gutsweiler. Joining us now in the warm seat, not a hot seat, is Mitchell Taylor, head coach of Batesville Boys Tennis. And Coach Taylor, first of all, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. Uh it's really cool to be on here. I was on here as a player once uh, with Ron Raver. Um, just want to kind of pay my respects for him, but I'm awesome. really excited to be on the show. Well, good deal. We're definitely glad to have you. It looks like the Bulldogs are having themselves a pretty decent season, 11-3 uh, and three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. We've, uh, we're have we in a really fortunate spot. Um, we have a senior-heavy team, and they've really worked their tails off since they were freshmen, even before that as the young, young kids in the youth program, um, and they're really – seen the benefits of all the work they put in. Now, how many or how many individuals make up your team? How many uh, players yeah. do you have? So our varsity team, we consist of three different singles players okay. and then two doubles teams. So we have a total of seven players as, as our varsity team. And so we, and they're and then each time you guys have a match, uh, singles and doubles, they both play or Yep, so everybody competes. Um, and essentially there's five points that can be earned for 
That was my next question. Right, how yeah. does the scoring work? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So those five points, um, pretty much each team's trying to get three. Okay. So it's it's kind of like whoever can get three of those five points is the winner. And, okay. you know, some, some matches are closer than others, um, but... Um, that's kind of the goal as a team. To we want three spots to win, whether that's two of our single spots and one of our double spots, or any any combination of those five. So with that that record, that eleven and three record, I'm assuming that you're sitting pretty good in the conference. Oh yeah, and and we've so we're actually at five and zero in the conference right now, and we're actually playing Rushville tomorrow night in hopes of winning the conference if we can win that match. Awesome, yep. awesome. So it definitely sounds like, um, again, you guys are having a great season. Who were some of the players that are heavily contributing to that success? Yeah, I, I'm going to talk about all my seniors, if that's all right. Sure, please um, do. So at one singles is Kale Raw. Uh, he's a kid that's played, he had varsity experience as a freshman, and, mm -hmm. and he's really um, gotten a lot better even from just last season. Uh, last season was, was my first year as a coach. Um, and, and I've seen a lot of improvement from him, and, and he kind of leads our team as just our best player. He's a, he's our one singles player, and usually that's where your best player sits. Sure. Um, at two singles, we have Jaden Smith, okay. and he's another really good singles player. He's someone who is right there with Kale um, and challenges him a lot, um, and, he, and he gets a lot of points for us at two singles. Um, and our other singles play doubles for us, so I have at one doubles Cole Pride mm -hmm. and Jackson Tracy. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're actually an interesting combo. Cole Price sits at about six seven, and Jackson's at uh, about five six or five seven. So they, they have very different games, very different styles sure, on how they play, sure. but they kind of complement each other and fill each other's uh, gaps. And then last is two doubles, and that's Lyle Osterling and Alec Bunselmeyer, and they're both pretty tall kids, um, and they they work really well together at the net. So I'm assuming that length, height, that that's an advantage, a physical advantage that that uh, Cole Pride and other tall uh, players would have? Oh, of course, especially in doubles. Mm -hmm. um, in doubles, you got you always have somebody that's at the net, usually. So, someone who can be at the net and keep up a lot of space really intimidates right. the other team. Um, right. Gives you some easy opportunities at the net, yeah. Good deal. Good deal there. Um, so, uh, looking to close out uh, the the conference with a win over Rushville here uh, tomorrow night, and then of course then later on would would be uh, tournament play I presume. Yep. Um, talk us through a little bit how that works. Tournament play and how does um, a team or an individual how do they get to state? Right. Okay. So. Um yeah, th this week we'll wrap up conferences in the regular season, and we okay. actually play a conference tournament next week. Okay. Where um, players have the individual opportunity to win an all-conference spot, mm. and then the following week we get into sectional. Okay. So on sectional, it's the same way. You get matched up with another team, and you try to get three points, three of those five. Okay. Um, and if you advance as a team, everybody keeps playing. Our one singles and our one doubles, mm -hmm. um, if they win individually, they will advance no matter what. Okay. So Kale at one singles and then our one doubles of Cole Pride and Jackson Tracy. If they win individually, but our team doesn't advance, they have the opportunity to they be they get put in an individual bracket. I see. And they compete against other other schools who are in the kind of in the same position. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, I would like to think, and I mean not to to, to foreshadow or or not to. Well, yeah, I do want you to toot your own horn. It's, sure. It sounds like you probably have a couple of players uh, that should be playing uh, deep in the postseason this year. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I, I mean, you never want to talk about anything too early, but the biggest thing with our guys is we probably have the most experience returning mm -hmm. um, outside of East Central. East Central has a lot of experience returning, too. Um, and I think we put ourselves in a position to be able to win another sectional. Um, but, our, I mean, our goals are definitely uh, beyond that. Now, 
we're going to take it one match at a time and figure out a way to win as we need to. Right. Um, but we don't want to stop there. Right. We have some goals um, further down the road, definitely. So, so talk to me a little bit, Coach. You know, tennis, albeit with doubles, there is some cooper- cooperative play there. Mm-hmm. But, of course, then you have the singles aspect of it, too. Um, what are some of the challenges, particularly for, as a head coach, um, to 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 further advance your players and their abilities when it really is an individual performance that you're that, that you're looking at right so yeah that's a good that's kind of a tough part of a, of a high school tennis coach sure um, I would say it's probably the same way at the collegiate level um, but we're trying to win as a team right so we're trying to put guys in positions where we can get wins mm-hmm. um, but we also want guys to succeed as individuals right um, so you know, there, there's a lot of challenge matches we play at the beginning of the season, uh, teammates against teammates, and uh, we kind of figure out, okay, who, who are our best singles players, who are our best doubles players, and things kind of just fall into place as, as you get into the season. Right. Um, yeah. How much, and then how much are are you looking for, or just how much, to, how often does it happen that the players, they're really doing things on their own during the summer or during the off season? How how much does that play into uh, your players, which of course then re- translates to your team's success? Oh, for sure. Um, I, I think the best teams in the state are the teams that have kids who are able to play year-round. Right. Um, we have some opportunities around here. A lot of kids have to travel to do that, and sure. some of my kids do do that. Um, Jane Smith and Cal are both pretty much tennis-only kids at this point. Right. Um, and they put a lot of work in the offseason, and, and you can tell with their play. I right. mean, they're our best two players. So um, some other guys play multiple sports, mm-hmm. and some of the things they do in their sports really benefit them as tennis players. Mm. So, I, I mean, I think it's there's a good mix of, sure. what, of what you can do to become a better tennis player, um, but I think the biggest thing that we have we have going for us is the improvement we have made in our footwork. Um, and, and, and a lot of high school kids don't realize the amount of steps and the amount of just steps you and, and small steps you have to get, in, get right. in a match really benefit you as far as putting yourself in a position to hit a good shot. Right. Um, so I don't want to get too far into the X's and O's of all the little sure. things I try to emphasize, but the better the footwork, the easier things are on you. Um, and I think our guys have really taken a step in that direction. We had an interesting conversation here last week with the – uh, girls volleyball coach from Greensburg, and she was talking about um, multi-sport athletes versus the specialty athletes. And she right. said some, the exact same thing you said, that you get things from those other sports. I'm going to assume, I could be way wrong, correct me please, but I'm going to assume footwork would be something that a basketball player might improve at, you know, that might oh, help, yeah. or would easily translate, right? It's funny you say that because... There have been times, and, and I was one of them as a player. Mm-hmm. I actually used to. It's funny you say that because that's June Rigney. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually she coached me as a freshman when I was at Batesville playing right. tennis. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, awesome. But, yeah, so the footwork thing. It's kind of how I sell to basketball players. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of basketball players play three three sports at least in Batesville. Sure. They'll play football or or whatever it might be. And by the time they get to be um, high schoolers, they usually decide, all right, I might want to cut down on a sport or two. Right. And I try to just kind of. Convince them to play tennis. Yes. Um, 
because I could work on their footwork. Right. And, you know, that's kind of how I can sell it to them. It's going to benefit you in basketball if you have better footwork. Sure. So there's definitely a connection there. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I will say this. You've got a hot bike in front of you, and you've got a great team. Sounds like some really great young men playing for you. What would you want Batesville to know about this team? Um to all our listeners, what, what do they need to know about Batesville tennis? Well, I want to say this. I'm in a very fortunate position. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been two great coaches before me in Batesville. Um, Jack Froman, mm-hmm. who really started the program back in the uh, 70s and 80s. And then Coach Mike McKinney, who, who's still in the community a lot. Um, and he's someone I, I lean on and ask for advice um, very often. Uh, and, and I just want to say what has been built here in Batesville as far as the tennis program um, you know, it wasn't something that just all of a sudden happened. It, mm-hmm. It's been in the workings for a long time. Right. There's been a lot of really good Batesville tennis teams, and um, it's really cool to be in a position to um, win a few more championships. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Coach, thanks so much for uh, joining us, and uh, we look forward to maybe checking in on you again as you get closer to your postseason to see how some of those athletes fare um, in the tournament play, and then, of course, maybe you'll get somebody on their way to state. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're excited, and I'm glad you had me on. All right. Well, thanks so much. And, again, we will definitely check in with you again later on. That is Batesville's boys head tennis coach joining us. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come right back uh, with more from Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com. 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Does your hip or knee pain keep you from taking part in the activities that you love? If so, orthopedic surgeon Dr. William McDonald can help. He offers total joint replacements at Margaret Mary Health in Batesville. You may be a candidate for a joint replacement if you have severe pain, stiffness, limited motion, or weakness in your joints. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org or call 812-933-3765. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of life. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. 
We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRBI. Terrence Arney here live from Ison's Family Pizza in the Raver Room in the back corner there. And just joining us, you barely missed uh, the Batesville head tennis coach, uh, we just had a chance to speak with Coach Mitchell Taylor about his squad, 11-3 and three on the season, and he sounds like he's got some individuals um, that he's hoping will have a nice long run in postseason play. They play uh, against Rushville tomorrow evening. If they get that victory, they will wrap up the conference. 5-0 and in the conference right now, so things look great there, and it was just a joy to hear from, uh, from him and about tennis is a sport that we don't always get a chance to talk about and also we'd like to thank our sponsors once again margaret mary health batesville chrysler dodge jeep sei fiber by southeastern indiana remc hurt nelco decatur county memorial hospital and joining us now is none other than the North Decatur head football coach, Steve Stern. And then after which, we'll be able to get you right out to the Reds game. First pitch is at 640, so we are on time and well on our way. Coach, welcome to Coach's Corner once again. It's good to be here. Thank you. Last time we spoke, Coach, you were undefeated. And this time we speak, you are still undefeated uh, with a 36, I believe, 36 to nothing victory over Shenandoah on Friday night. Uh, things seem to be rolling for your ball club. You know, there's a lot of things going well, and and we've gotten a lot of attention from people across the state. I think sure. this is the uh, it's the second week in a row that we're the lone the, the lone team high varsity program who hasn't given up any points. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, I'm proud of that. It's fun. Uh, what it means in the big picture, yeah, I don't know. But it's fun for the kids, and, and we are playing well. Obviously, defense is playing well. But I think it's really collectively all three phases. Our, our kicking game's as good as it's ever been. I think offensively we're averaging about 44 points a game, and this is in the meat of our schedule and our conference. So, yeah, a lot of things are going well. Good deal, good deal. And let's 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 dig inside a little bit. Let's dig into that game on Friday night. Um, let's start. I know you. I mean, we can't even have a conversation, a serious conversation, without talking about the defense. Right. But I want to start with the offense. Who were some of your 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 players that really stood out Friday night to help get the job done? Well, I think everything starts with Carson Palmer, our, our senior quarterback. Everything, obviously, he's a quarterback, touches the ball every play. Mm-hmm. Uh, three-year starter, comes in with a lot of experience. He's a competitor. He's smart. He's a student of the game. So uh, we put a lot of trust in him, and he's got a um, he's got a green light. If he needs to change something, he can change it. We've tried to build our system so that we're flexible, mm-hmm. um, and, and he does that. He 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 doesn't get the credit because we don't want to overly advertise him. But a lot of times, he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. You know, people think a quarterback's going to throw the ball. Well, that's part of it. And and Friday night. Uh, he'd be the first to tell you he didn't throw it great, but I don't think we, I don't think the passing game Friday, the plan wasn't as good as it should have been, and I, I will own that. But, but Carson, as far as his presence in the uh, huddle uh, and, and on the sideline, is invaluable. Uh, his poise in the huddle because he's been there before. Sure. Um, 
Reed Messer ran the ball very well. He uh, he was over 100 yards, uh, had some key runs. He ran very physical, where Shenandoah came into the game probably touting their physicality. They got a lot of guys back this year. They're big. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say for the fourth week in a row, we were the smaller of the two teams that were competing. Uh, Reed kind of set the tone the way he ran the ball. Um, he's fast enough to run around you, but I think sometimes just for fun he wants to run through you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and our guys feed off that. The offensive line appreciate that. Um, James Evans ran the ball well. Um, he was in the, I think he was up 70-some yards. So part of our thing offensively is distributing the ball. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Caden Muckerhide led us in receiving as far as number of receptions, but James had some great catches as well. Um, I, I don't think where we are right now, you can line up, and probably early in the year, people would have said, we need to stop Reed Messer. If we stop Reed Messer, we're, we're going to be able to handle him. Right. Well, it, we've tried to build it such that you can't really just focus on one guy. There's been a lot of guys contribute. Um, the, the offense has been built in a way that, I would like for every down and distance us to have a run option and a pass option. Mm-hmm. Now that that's that's pie in the sky a little bit, but that's still what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that makes it much more difficult to defend us. If you look at our offensive line, our offensive line is not big, massive guys. Sure, what they are is extremely athletic. Right. Um, and and because they're athletic, they they move well. They're quick. But you put those guys in the best position you can uh, with your schemes and, and give them a chance. And then when the ball's going a lot of different places, I think we'd be difficult to defend. Um, you know, I, sometimes some guys you're closer with than others, you let a week or so pass, and you, you know, you, you'll call a guy and say, you know, what did you see? What were you thinking in preparation? And and that's kind of how we've built it to to make it as difficult as possible. We have some good players. Reed Messer with the ball in his hands, a really good player. Sure. However. There's a time and a place that we're going to need somebody else, right. and, and I'd like to develop those guys before we get to that point. Um, now let's flip the script and and go over to this defense. Held Shenandoah to less than a hundred. I'm showing 97 total yards. That's running and passing. Less than a hundred. Not going to win a lot of games. Getting less than a hundred yards in a game. Um, who were some of the standouts on the defensive side of the ball? Well, I'd start with Carson again on our defensive line. As a defensive end, he is disruptive. He is a handful. Brad Krieger um, at defensive end. Those two really complement one another. I mean, you can run away from one, but the downside you're running to the other one. <laughs> right. uh, Owen Wiseman and, and Jake Kinker uh, play inside on our defensive line. We have James and Josh Evans at linebacker, who are who are <laughs> exceptional football players. They just have some an innate ability to diagnose the play. They have a nose for the ball. Whatever cliche that you've heard in the past, they they have it. They are, they are football players. And, you know, on the back end, uh, Evan Howell at corner is actually leading us in tackles. Uh, is that right? I, I think it's a combination of he's a good cleanup guy. Sure. He runs very well. He's aggressive. Um, our other corner, Jack Caney. Uh, is is getting better. This is his first year starting, and he's he's gotten better. Um, our two safeties are Caden Muckerhide and and Reed Messer. And a lot of people have asked, you know, what's the key? Who's the key? And I, and I think really the key is it's the combination of all of them. You mm-hmm. know, they really complement each other. This is a group of kids that that truly enjoy 
playing with one another, and that's not always the case. Sure, uh, sure. A lot of times, or sometimes, you get a talented team, and and they just don't get along. There's there's some uh, there's jealousy that gets involved, right. and other things come in your locker room. Not not this group. I mean, they are they genuinely like each other. They uh-huh. get along, but like you know, any family, we have little spats once in a while, but right. nothing to amount to anything. But they are good complements to one another, and I think what you're going to see happen, it's the same thing happened in 2019. Uh, we graduated a, a really good senior class, and a lot of our competitors said, well, you know, those guys are gone. There's a group of kids, young kids, having to practice against this group every day, mm. and they're getting better every day. Just nobody's met them yet. Right. So um, they're good leaders. Uh, they love playing defense, and, and right now that's that's going very well. Going back to Carson, that is an interesting mix. I mean, most of your players play both ways. It is a, that's an interesting mix, QB and defensive end. I mean, most QBs, we see them in the secondary, yeah, they, yeah. Right, reading the opposite, the opposing quarterback's eyes and whatnot. Yes. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, I go back to when I, I grew up, there was a guy by the name of Jack Lambert that played for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. He was an all-state quarterback and middle linebacker. So <laughs> I, and I don't know that Carson's Jack Lambert. <laughs> but um, if he had to pick, I'm not sure he wouldn't pick defense first. Is that right? I, I really, I think, uh, as a kid growing up, it was probably quarterback. But once he got to the high school level, his freshman year, he played tight end. Sure. Uh, my son was still at quarterback. So he was too good to stand on the sidelines. Right. And was a really good second tight end for us as a freshman. Obviously, he has a good body. Mm-hmm. But he has an understanding um, of the game. He's very physical. Um, so that's it's what we do. Right. I mean, I think other people look at it and go, man, that's that's risky. Um, you have to do it in 1A, mm-hmm. and he's too good of a player to not play. I see. Now, I, I would say as our year goes along, we've always had the philosophy. We want to develop as many one-and-a-half-way players as we can. Right. Um, you know, you might be a full-time starter on this side, but we're going to try to sub you on this right. side. And right. It takes time. It yeah. takes time to those young those young freshmen and sophomores to get a little more experience under them. Um, but we're getting there. I, I think if you came to a game, you know we're probably playing defensively right now anywhere from twenty two to maybe twenty four guys. Mm-hmm. It, you know it might be five or six plays, but you're going to get their best five or six plays. Right. And right. Um, I, I think that keeps us fresh, especially up front. And on the back end, on the, in the secondary, we're getting a little better, getting more rotation. So um, at the end of the day, when it's when it's crunch time, you want to have your best guys on the field. Exactly. And he is absolutely one of those. Coach, we, we, we talked about it a little bit last week, and you alluded to it moments ago about – the size of your team, the size of your your front your front line, you'll go into these games and you're not going to have the biggest kids. You're not going to have uh, the biggest line yet. You're holding teams scoreless. You're you're undefeated as a squad. If there's an undersized kid out there right now listening that loves football and wants to play football, what's your words to him? Love the weight room. Mm-hmm. Learn to, uh, it's the elephant and the mouse. If the elephant never steps on the mouse, the mouse is going to win. You can't hesitate. you got to play fast, right. and and we do that. Um, and, and I think if you're a young guy and you say, well, I'm undersized, there's a place for you in football. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's 22 positions, not counting special teams. Right. There is a place for you. I remember when Joe Tiller came to Purdue and he talked about, uh, told those guys, if you can't run, you can't play. Mm-hmm. It, it, the way that, that that his offense he brought in, and really the defensive style, his defensive style was he didn't recruit defensive linemen. He took his big linebackers, made those guys defensive linemen. Took right. his big safeties, made those guys linebackers. Because it's such a premium, the ability to run. So I'll be honest. I mean, our strength program is important, and our kids know that, and they buy into it. But we spend a lot of time learning how to run yeah. and, and developing agility and, and all those things. So it really matches. You know, we train that way, so now we turn around and we, we play a style, and mm-hmm. we let them run to it. And, and I think there's a fine line between – um, coach what you know right. and, and, and say it. Nobody cares what I know, really. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters is what your kids know. Right. Um, I, my playing days are long gone. <laughs> so it's what that kid on the field knows. And I, and I think, I, I said it the last time, Coach uh, Dan Kinker is our defensive coordinator. Tad Palmer coaches our defensive line. I think that we're able to look at a situation and say, here's what's important. Right. Here's what's most important. That's what we focus on, and and we're going to master that first. And be, because we take a that type of approach, our kids play with a lot of confidence and a certain level of simplicity. Mm-hmm. And and I, I always tell them that the the stoplight. How do you know whether you're supposed to go or stop? You look at the light. Mm-hmm. Well, in football, if your eyes aren't on the right place, you're not going to know the right thing to do. Right. So if somebody came to practice last last fall and wanted to know why I coach defense from the offensive side of the ball. And I said, well, that's common sense for me. You're going to, you can see their eyes. Exactly. I can stand, I can see where everyone I'm looking. And, and if they're looking in the wrong place, it doesn't matter how talented they are. Mm. Eventually they're going to get you beat because their nose is in the wrong place. And not that we're perfect, right, right. but, but I think that's part of it that we keep it simple enough. And I think we, we, we narrow it down to here was what you must do. And here's what's critical for us to be successful. And having us all coach together now for eight years, we get a little better at that every year. That's that's good stuff, Coach. I, I'll be honest with you. Um, obviously, I love having you on and, and, and hearing about the success of your program. But I learn every time. I learn something every time you talk. So I, I personally <laughs> love uh, having you on uh, this week. We're going to have all of the Cincinnati Red fans beating us over the head yeah, here. If I we understand. Don't, don't get out of here. But listen again. Much success and, and uh, much love for what you've done thus far this season. You've got lapel Friday night, another good test for your club. But no doubt you'll have them ready to go. Our, ki- our kids will be ready. They're looking forward to it. And really, we've lived um, on a seven-day cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, what we've done up to this point has no bearing on this game. Exactly. And this, this game, the result of it, has no bearing on the future. We're, we're trying to build it and make sure we're the best we can be come tournament time. All right. Well, have a, a much success to you Friday night, and um, we'll check in with you later on down the road. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Coach. That was uh, North Decatur's head coach, Coach Steve Stern, uh, joining us. Again, they're still undefeated. Got a big test this Friday night, and we'll check in to see how they fare out. We're going to take a quick one-minute timeout. Or, excuse me. A two-minute timeout. We'll come back, wrap things up for you here on Coach's Corner. Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. 
Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Launch into this school year with high-speed internet and great offers from Great Plains Communications. Fuel their learning with high speeds up to 1 gig, streaming video. And don't forget to add GPC-managed Wi-Fi for a seamless learning experience throughout your entire home. Contact us today at 877-839-9494 to learn more and ask about our great back-to-school offers in your area, including free installation on any new service. Offer valid on residential services only through September 23rd, 2022. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Your local Lennox dealer, Burton Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Burton Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. At George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Back to more Coach's Corner. Delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. What a great show we had for you here this evening. Started things off with... Uh, Evan Ullery of the Batesville Bulldogs, their head coach, talking about the big win they had Friday night uh, over Rushville, a much improved Rushville team, came down to the final seconds of the game. Rushville was driving down the field for a game-winning score, and there was an interception in the end zone that uh, preserved the Batesville win. Um, Really, really exciting game there. And then after that, we heard from Mitchell Taylor, head coach of boys tennis at Batesville, and it sounds like he's got quite the squad. Eleven and three, five and zero oh in the conference. In fact, they can wrap up comp- the conference tomorrow with a victory. We wish them all the best of luck there. And then we closed out with North Decatur's head football coach Steve Stern, still undefeated, still hasn't allowed a single point scored this season. That's phenomenal. If you get a chance to check those young men out, you should do so. They've got a game Friday night. Uh, which will be another test for them uh, on the road. They take their show on the road, but uh, lucky for them, I heard defense travels. So they should be in good shape. want to thank all of our guests as well as our sponsors, Ison's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bruns, Gutsweiler, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, 
SCI Fiber, Ralph Southeastern Indiana, REMC, Hurt Nelco, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Thanks, everyone, that made this show possible, including John and Brent back at the station getting us on here. We, of course, want to say a special thanks uh, to Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Family Pizza for allowing us the use of his facilities here. And if you haven't had an opportunity to step foot into the Raver Room, you should do so. It's a nice, uh, a nice blast from the past, if you would. A lot of historic memorabilia draped on the walls that kind of takes you back to the glory days, if you would. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, you should definitely do so. And with that, as promised, we will get you set to go for Reds baseball here in a second. Thank you, everyone. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to the Coach's Corner here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.